This is Not Good, Just Free, an advice podcast where a couple of friends in their mid-twenties try to cure the world's ills in 30 minutes. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Gabriel. Welcome, Gabriel. Welcome to your front room. Ah, oh, thank you, thank you. And, uh, 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 and thank you, really. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, hey, Gabe, do you have a, a fact for us this week? Uh, I have more of a question that oh, will lead okay. to a fact. All right, cool. So, uh, my house has a bit of a box elder bug problem. Okay. They keep getting in through our windows. All right. Um, and so I was looking at the Wikipedia entry for box elder bugs, uh-huh. uh, and I saw at the top um, that they are true bugs. They are true bugs. Alyssa, yes. what is a true bug? <laughs> Oh, man. And what makes it different from a false bug? (laughs) Ooh, I'm excited about this. For those of you out there who don't know, I work as an entomologist, which means that I study insects. Um, A true bug is uh, from the order Hemiptera, and they're characterized by a couple of things. They generally have piercing, sucking mouth parts as opposed to mandibulate mouth parts, and they have what are known as hemi-elytra, so the top part of their forewing, uh, which are folded over their backs, um, is kind of leathery. Um, Not all the way hard, like beetles, but um, kind of leathery. And then the bottom is just a normal wing. Um, And their their hind wings are also just normal wings. So those are a couple of key features of Hemiptera. And that's the the mouth parts are what distinguishes them from a false bug? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't... There are no insects that I'm aware of that are classified as false bugs. But, yeah, I mean, like, if you were looking at an ant and a hemipteran, the difference would be... Because there are some hemipterans that are ant mimics. They try to pretend like they're ants. Uh, You can tell the difference because they've got that long piercing sucking... It's called a rostrum um, instead of mandibles. But I think the most important difference between a true bug and a false bug is a true bug uh, will never lie to you. All right. Well, thank you for that fact, Alyssa. Gabe, do you have a sponsor for us this week? You know what? I do. <laughs> you don't. No, I don't. Do the sponsor thing, Alyssa. <laughs> well, thank you for lobbing me a bug fact. I do love bugs. All right. Sponsors. This episode of Not Good Just Free is brought to you by Sweet Sandwich Pickles. You know, Gabe, for most of my life, I was a sour pickle purist. I'd tried sweet pickles, and I tell you, I just couldn't understand why anyone would want a pickle to be sweet. But the folks at Sweet Sandwich Pickles reached out to me, and I gave it an honest shot, and you know what? I really like it. It's subtle and a great addition to a simple sandwich. I still like a sour pickle, don't get me wrong, but for sandwiches, I think I'll be a Sweet Sandwich Pickle gal from here on out. Cool. I don't like pickles. You don't like pickles at all? So I can't really offer any opinions. Any kind of pickle? You don't like any kind of pickle? I don't like pickles. Sweet or sour? I don't like pickles. Like, okay. Hold on, hold on. I can see a question. <laughs> I can see a question forming. <laughs> uh, but here's a question you should ask yourself before you ask that question. Is what's going to come out of your mouth going to be a form of... Do you like a pickle? <laughs> if so, 
The answer is no. Okay. Shall we uh, jump into our questions? Yeah, here's our first question. Dear NGJF, I just told my six-year-old daughter that she was funny and cute, and then she immediately responded by saying, And I love clay and poop. She immediately started laughing hysterically at her clever response. While her response is quite funny, I'm concerned about her professed affinity for poop. Should I be worried about how this will affect her future, or do you think it is just a phase? Thanks, Steve. P.S. I really liked the Valentine's episode you all did. I rank it right underneath the David episode in my list of top episodes. All right. People have favorite episodes. Yeah. Well, uh, well, thank you for that kind word. Thank you, Steve. And uh, if I may say so, my favorite episode is still episode two. <laughs> I actually listened to episode two today. It's real good. It's so good. But wow, I, you just love hearing yourself talk, don't you? Oh, dang it. I walked right into that. Listen, sometimes... <sighs> yeah, I have no defense. It's true. I'm embarrassed now. Um, let's talk about poop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think there is some additional information missing. And perhaps you yourself don't inf- uh, know this information. Mm. And uh, you should probably ask your daughter about it, Steve. Mm. Uh, which is, to what end does she love poop? Because That is important context. If she... If she simply enjoys pooping, I don't see anything wrong with that. It is something no, we must all healthy. do. It's something we must all do. It's healthy. There's no harm in enjoying something that you must do. Yeah. I think I, I think it's interesting that she threw clay in there. I hope she doesn't see an association between those two things. Well, I'm I'd no be expert, concerned about that. But just from a visual standpoint sometimes they look like they have similar consistency sometimes sometimes maybe i don't want to talk about i don't want to talk about this, this anymore, anymore either steve listen it's going to be fine kids say stuff yeah you're going to be okay let's move on to our next question yeah what's our next question Alyssa? dear not good just free dudes all right Dudes. So my apartment has a plot of soil in front of it that is available f- to me for beautification. Nice. I've been planning on planting a garden in it this spring, but once things warmed up, plants that one might call weeds have grown in the soil. If I wanted to garden, I might have to murder these industrious little guys for more useful plants that allow for food production or mason bee pollination. But these so-called weeds were there first. If I slaughter them for my own purposes, am I a bad person? Spade waiting in hand. Allie. Oof. This really goes to a question of which school of ethics you... Oh, do tell. You, Let's get into uh, it. ...supposed to be uh, correct, I suppose. Let's get into the weeds, Yes, um, as they say. From a strict utilitarian perspective, mm-hmm. uh, you are absolutely justified in uh, uh, removing those weeds. Right, because you uh, want to put in something more useful. And I would say as well, uh, you are completely justified in a uh, Machia- Machiavellian uh, standpoint. Right, better to be feared than loved. 
I was thinking more of the ends justify the means. Right, 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 right. Like, yes, I am slaughtering innocent plants, but I'm going to get tomatoes. Yes. Okay. The ends in that case would be the tomatoes. The tomatoes being the ends. Yes. They are at the ends of the branches, so that works. Yes. Okay, so we've done utilitarianism and Machiavellian. Now, when we get into Kantian ethics, that, oh dear, we've got Kant. That makes it a bit more difficult because <sighs> transcendentalism. Then you have to ask yourself whether or not the existence of a plant uh, um, implies that the plant is a, an end unto itself. Okay, that sounded very transcendental and that I didn't entirely follow. A significant part of Kantian ethics is the idea that humans are ends unto themselves uh -huh. uh, and can therefore never ethically be treated as means. Oh, so like... Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I follow that. So the, the, the follow-up question is... Does that translate to plants? Do you, Allie, suppose that these plants are ends unto themselves is is their existence inherently valuable uh, uh, and 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 something that that should be preserved and appreciated not simply as a means to another end yeah that is the question are you going to subscribe to more Kantian philosophy, or will you say that utilitarianism suffices in this particular regard? I think it's interesting because if you look at it from a biological perspective, each plant is an end unto itself. It continues to grow, and that is, you know, it its its purpose is to survive, and they are doing it. You know, these weeds, whatever whatever adverse effects they may be having on on your plans, are fulfilling their purpose. They're they're photosynthesizing. They are they're doing their thing. Um, but thinking about it not from a biologist's perspective, but perhaps instead a farmer's perspective. Okay. Kill him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd say if you're talking ethically, um, whew, that's a difficult question. If you, you want to be a farmer and, and make some food, kill, kill him. Get rid of them. Okay, moving right along. Dear NGJF, whenever I'm stressed, I treat myself by buying socks with fun patterns or terrible puns. That's a great idea. The problem is I'm stressed quite often, and now I own 81 pairs of socks. That's an issue. What is another cheap but satisfying item I can stress by? Or perhaps stress barter <laughs> if the seller's feet are cold. <laughs> Allison. Oh, great question. My first reaction was just dedicate more space to socks. Because I think socks are a great item to stress by. They're not that expensive. It's very satisfying to wear funny socks. Yes, but if you keep stress buying socks, then that's going to lead to the necessity of a larger expense, which is, of course... A, a stress dresser. drawer. A stress drawer. Yes, you need an additional drawer or perhaps even a chest of drawers for the stress socks. A stressor, if you will. I think I will. <laughs>
<laughs> Another cheap but satisfying item I can stress by. You can get earrings for pretty cheap. I like earrings. I don't know if you wear earrings. Do you have a thing that you stress by, Gabriel? Not really. I'm more of a stress saver. Hmm. You save all your yeah, stress? Yeah, I, I save up all my stress so I can uh, buy it on something larger and nicer later. Uh-huh. Usually okay. camera equipment. Ah, there you go. There you go. Accumulate all of the stress into one location. But surely, surely there must be other cheap things you can stress by. Like, um... Plastic straws. How much are jars? Jars? Yeah. I think that depends on the jar. That's true. Do you want like an antique 1950s no. glass jar? No, no, no. Just a practical modern jam jar. A practical modern jam jar. I think those often come filled with jam, which could be an issue. Oh, no, an empty one. An empty one? I think less than filled with jam. Surely, surely they must sell boxes of empty jam jars for persons who wish to create jam. I think they definitely do as I am not one of those persons who wish to create jam. But they do exist. So I am not For if they did not exist. Of why where... would there be boysenberry patches? True. That is man, we're we're getting we're getting deep tonight. This This is what you come here for, folks. This is, this is, uh, think about it logically. Think about it logically. Okay. Is it not true that boysenberry bushes are cultivated? I, I believe that it is. It is. So, if it is the case that boysenberry bushes are cultivated, then, then people would be picking those boysenberries. It stands to reason. And... If it is the case that people are picking boysenberries, <laughs> would it not also then go to reason that people are creating jams with the boysenberries? I believe it's one of the primary purposes of boysenberries existing in this world in the first place is to lead to the production of jam. And if, 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 uh, mind you, if... It is the case that <laughs> boysenberry jams are being produced by persons who pick boysenberries. Would it not also be the case that there would be empty glass jam jars sold to such persons? <laughs> yeah, 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 we do it I just mentally, I just mentally got transported to like the mid 1800s and like some salon somewhere where like some fancy room where everyone like is, you know, a bunch of intellectual young men and, and they're debating about jams and someone stands up and like goes off on this, you know, on, on the, um, I was just the line thinking, of reasoning that thinking, you just uh, did. I was just thinking, oh. your honor, I yield the floor to the prosecution. Oh, okay. All right. So you were in a courtroom and I was in the mid mid to late 1800s. Hey, you know, it could be both. It, it could, could be, be both. a courtroom in the mid to late 1800s. It's true. Um, jam jars are a possibility. Allison, at that point, you might feel compelled to make jam, um, in which case I would highly encourage you to reach out to us again 
It is the right time of year for it. Well, not right now, but not soon. quite yet. Soon. So start buying your jam jars. I, I would encourage you if you do make jam, uh, reach out to us again. Um, we do have a sponsor segment on the show. So if you wanted to give us jam, we would love to be sponsored by your jams. Allison. We would love to be sponsored by your jams. Also, socks. Yeah, That's, I mean, uh, you could stress barter podcasts for socks. Really? Yeah. If you if you wanted to be if you wanted to sponsor our podcast with your socks like if you wanted to barter a couple of pairs of your fun socks because with terrible puns i i would gladly accept let, let us let us be let us be ter- terribly honest and okay. Alyssa, you can verify what i'm about to say all right i don't have interesting socks i can verify that you do not have interesting I have socks two kinds of socks gabe has a very limited wardrobe in general i have black socks uh-huh and i have white socks I'd say, yeah, those are those are two essential so- kinds of socks. I, on the other hand, have lots of interesting socks. Uh, for example, right now, okay, let me just show you. My socks are, in fact, striped. I'm so, wearing striped socks. If you do want to set up either either a stress barter with us or a sponsor segment, you really sort of have to. It's going to be a fifty-fifty as to which one of us you reach. Because I will certainly be more receptive to the socks, and Alyssa will certainly be more receptive to the jams. That's true, although I would be very excited about some new fun socks. All right, hey, this- There's also gum. Gum? Oh, yeah, gum is a good idea. So anyway, I think that's there. there's that- uh, uh. Yeah, sorted. This next segment is one that we like to call, You're Asking Us? You're Asking Us? You're Asking Us? Yeah, but Why? wherein we attempt to answer a question that we are extremely unqualified to answer. And this is a doozy. Dear NGJF, what is love, Matthew? Well. (laughs) You ever... You ever sort of stand at the top of a grassy hill as the sun rises i have done and the cool of the night slowly turns into the warm of the day i'm familiar with that and then you think to yourself this was nice but There's more to be done today. I'd better go back down to the bottom of the hill where everything else is. Uh Uh-huh. And on the way there, you hear someone scream. Oh. Help me. Oh. Help me. And so you run. Yeah. Unsure of what you could do, but... Right. Surely something is better than nothing. Absolutely. And you run to where you think the source of the screaming is. Uh Uh-huh. And you see a man. Oh. Standing on the edge of an alleyway. Oh. He wasn't in the alleyway. No. But there's something in there. Something in the alleyway. He has his 
He has his hands up. <gasps> but but his eyes. His eyes are sort of angled downward. Oh. Uh-huh. Clearly, whatever's threatening him will see you if you walk up behind the man. Right. So you run run around the row of buildings uh-huh. uh, and, and try to get to the other side of the alleyway. Uh-huh. And, and, and you get there. You get there. Uh-huh. And you, you try to, you try to sneak up. You see that the person who, who's, who's, uh, got, got a knife, <gasps> but, but it's very, very short person. Oh. Very short person. Okay. So you try to sneak up to, to try and, you know, sort of grab them from behind so they drop the knife. Yeah. But then you step on a little bit of glass <gasps> that was in the alleyway. Oh, no. Not. Not enough, uh, not, not in such a way that you, you uh, puncture your shoe. Right. But it makes a sound. <gasps> oh, no. And the short person with the knife turns, turns around. Yeah. And you see that they have no teeth. They have big flabby cheeks. What? Okay. And their arms... And legs so very short. But the knife is pointed at you now, and you scream. Baby, don't hurt me. Oh, no! <laughs> Dang it, Gabe! <laughs> I'm so mad. It was like, the whole time, I was like, where are we going? <laughs> what is happening? Hey, we got there in the end, didn't we? Oh, we did. Right when I was like, is he referencing something that I am just like, <laughs> what? Oh, man. You got me good. I'm so mad. Because you had me right till the end. You had me right till... You had me right till you said the line. Dang it. Uh, but on a more serious note, Alyssa, what is love? Um, do you want an honest answer? I I do. I I really I really I really do. I I. Um, I think love is really about being there for someone in a way that counts. You know, you've got to be willing to just like no matter what happens, no matter what they they're going through, just to you know they need to and they need to know, right? Just just feeling this way about them, just feeling like this this devotion um isn't enough they need to know that you know you're never going to give them up <laughs> you're never going to like you know let them down um never going to you know like run around and like desert them you know never never going to like make them cry yeah. or say goodbye um never gonna tell you know a lie and hurt them like and i will say i will say i will say the uh, this won't uh come intuitively at first yeah uh, you know the this is something you you get to understand uh when you know you're no stranger to love mm-hmm. when you know the rules and so and do so they does, so, yeah. yeah and so do they uh yeah 
Yeah. We need a high five because we just rickrolled everybody. I'm so happy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the best we can do, Matthew. Uh, why'd you ask us? Yeah. <laughs> you know, okay, listen, maybe we did have an answer for what love is, but we weren't going to take that question seriously. Come on. Why'd you ask us? <laughs> I think we have time for one more question. I think after we have all time that for one more question. Just one, though. Here it is. Hello, NGJF. I'm now going to be babysitting my nibblings once a week. Do you guys have any tips for watching aged five to nine children? Any activity ideas? Thanks. Aunt Ali, fabulous me, Ali Ababwa. I got two words for you, Ali. Glow sticks. I've done a lot of babysitting in my time. I have not met a single child who could not be controlled by the promise of a glow stick. All you gotta do is say, if you're good, when your parents come back, you will get a glow stick. And golden children. The entire time. Every time. Because listen, here's the great thing about a glow stick. It's not messy. Well, okay, if you really try, it can be messy. But under under normal circumstances, glow sticks aren't messy. Uh, they're not sweets. So you're not ruining the children's diet. You're not threatening the parents' uh, uh, sugar regimen, whatever that may be. Um, it's not loud. And uh, after a period of time, the glow stick loses its interest and can be thrown away. And all of these things will endear the glow stick to the parent. The parent is a fan of the glow stick because it's a toy that's fun for a little while, doesn't really cause any problems, and will eventually get thrown away. The kids love the glow stick because it glows. Come on, who doesn't want a glow stick? Everybody wants a glow stick. I want a glow stick right now. Um, now, uh, I have an idea. If 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 you're willing to put in a, a little more work okay. than that. Um, uh, but first, uh, am I correct in thinking that this is the same alley from earlier in the episode, Alyssa? Uh, since since you, you know put these what? questions together. It is. It's the same alley from earlier in the episode. This All is right. Spade Waiting in Hand Alley and also Aunt Ali Fabulous Me Ali Ababwa. Well, in that case, something about children that I've noticed <laughs> is that they enjoy being outside at least at least for a while. At least That's for a while. true. Children uh, do enjoy and, being and, outside. Uh, you know, they, they tend to uh, enjoy getting dirty a bit, you know. They're known play, for playing, that. Playing Children around are known for that. On and into the gr- in the ground, mm-hmm. um, um, and you have a problem, <laughs> which is that you do have a problem. You know, Ellie. you're you're trying to grow, you're trying to grow a garden, a garden mm-hmm. with productive plants, mm-hmm. um, and. Most schools of ethics say that it's fine for you to uh, remove the non-productive uh, uh, and some would say uh, s- slightly harmful plants. Potentially. From that garden. Mm-hmm. Now you've got another problem. Uh, 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 if uh, To use a metaphor, uh, another bird. Another bird. <laughs> in this bush. Uh, 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 no. Oh, not, not these in aren't the birds in the bushes. No, 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 no. Okay, sorry. I was thinking about different birds. Go ahead. No, uh, the uh, the other bird, of course, is is that uh, you are going to be uh, babysitting your nibblings. And 
they need things to do. Well, boy, do I have a solution for you. <laughs> Give those, uh, get, get on, get on down to the, uh, the hardware store, the hardware store, go to the gardening section uh-huh. and, uh, get some size small gardening gloves. Oh, indeed. Uh, for then, hands of children approximately ages five to nine. Uh, then when it's time for you to babysit them, bring them outside and uh, let them take care of those weeds for you. Get after them. They'll get dirty because they enjoy being and down then, in the dirt and they'll like that. And you'll be happy because... Your weeds will be gone. Yeah. And uh, and then you don't even have to clean them afterwards. You just give them back to their parents. Yeah, exactly. Well, and your parents. I mean, you should you should probably clean them. That was that was the work I was referring to. Oh, you okay. should probably uh, you know have have them clean, clean up a clean little off. bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wash your hands. Other than that, uh, most of the labor involved in the situation uh, will be on the part of the children. Child labor. That's what we're about. That's a good name for it. That's a good name for it. Just free. Oh goodness. Uh, Yeah, and uh, use give them glow sticks as payment. True. Pay them in glow sticks. Three birds with one stone. Boom, boom, boom. Done. Got them. Man, Man. we started with a bird in the hand. We put it into the bush. It became two because of the law of preservation of value, and (laughs) and then we. Hit them both with one stone. And what did we get? A productive garden a productive that satisfies garden most schools of with ethics. With a boysenberry bush. Oh, hopefully. hopefully. Hopefully that Allison. Allison. Who will, will hopefully. Allison, I can put you in touch with Allie. And you guys can work something out once that boysenberry bush starts producing. Um, and then hopefully we. You have no idea how much I love this. boysenberry jam. What about and child happy labor? Children. And happy children. There you and go. Happy children. Okay, great. Thank you so much for listening to Not Good Just Free. Oh boy. If you have questions for us, then send them to notgoodjustfreeadvice at gmail.com. We'll do our best. We really couldn't do this without you, so thank you so much for making this possible. I'm still Alyssa. And I'm still Gabriel. Please, share us with your friends. And remember, if you disagree with any of our advice, especially this week... Uh, you're probably right. Buh bye Can't wait to have that group of small children start work editing on this. <laughs> oh my gosh, Gabe! Gabe! <laughs>